Finding financial sobriety is the next step in recovery. Recovery is so much more than getting sober. Stopping drinking and using a huge task in itself is simply a gateway to the lifetime of a work in recovery. Once we stop self-destructive behaviours with drugs, we uncover how much our substance use disorders have affected all aspects of our lives. We're often left with a lack of coping strategies, unresolved traumas, co-occurring disorders, dysfunctional relationships and financial challenges. Financial sobriety is probably one of the harder elements of recovery to attain. For those of you who don't know what it means, financial sobriety is a phase that refers to gaining some control and manageability around finances. Recovery coach Linda Palmer, who specialises in supporting women in their financial recovery, describes financial sobriety as, quote, healing your relationship with money. It is being accountable and mindful of where your money is coming from and going to. Financial sobriety is a state of acceptance where you are financially, where you want to be and how you're going to get there, end quote. Financial recovery is something most of us dread because we feel an immense amount of shame. We have negative thought processes to unpack and new skills to learn. It can take years to get on top of debt. It's no wonder so many of us want to avoid financial sobriety. People in recovery can accumulate thousands of dollars worth of debt during the acute phase of our substance use disorder. For example, when I got sober, I was in around $30,000 worth of debt. Though it seems like a lot, this figure is actually less than the average amount of debt most Americans in my age group face, which varies from around $38,000 to $67,000. If you attended inpatient treatment, you could also be facing debts of around $20,000. You may also be facing legal fees from criminal charges associated with drug use too. Let's face it, it's hard to work and abide by the law as addiction ravages your life. Towards the end of my addiction, I could barely focus on anything and would simply work as a means to use. I was terrible at managing money because I was only ever focused on how I was going to buy my next fix. I sold my possessions in pawn shops, racked up thousands of dollars worth of debt on credit cards, took out risky payday loans, used overdrafts at the bank, and still borrowed money from friends, co-workers and family, all to fund my addiction. I'm not sure if it's possible to be financially responsible while self-destructing. To make matters worse, I was shamed, ridiculed and financially cut off by the people who loved me the most because they thought that restricting money would cut off the supply to drugs and alcohol and, mistakenly, but with the best of intentions, thought that might lead to me seeking help for my addiction. Unfortunately, tough love simply led to riskier behaviours to get my next fix. It didn't lead to recovery. I I stuck up risky behaviours and did a whole host of things that I would have never done in my right mind to keep up my supply. Recovery happened when I had enough of feeling like I wanted to die. Sobriety is just the tip of the iceberg in recovery though. Once we emerge from the fog of addiction, it's harder to ignore other circumstances and behaviour that's harmed us, like our financial situation. With sober eyes, I finally started to take a look at my financial situation, starting by opening the mountain of bills I'd been ignoring. One of the reasons Palmer helps others is because she relates to the experience too. When I got sober, she says, I was in complete denial of my financial situation and continued to spend too much money, she says. When my world came crashing down, I took steps to start to heal my relationship with money. It was another layer of the onion that peeled back in my sobriety. 
I knew I wasn't alone. I knew I needed to support women in their recovery and their money. I quickly realised that most women in recovery are having my experience. Palmer explains that the financial difficulties people in recovery face with their finances, common challenges, are not enough, not having enough money, a past that is too hard to face, negative patterns and behaviours, low self-worth, shame, guilt and deprivation mentality. You might think you can tackle this alone, but it isn't always that easy. Palmer describes common signs that you might need to get help with managing money. Money is constantly on your mind. You're using credit cards to make ends meet and it's affecting your relationship, she says. I was lucky that I had some guidance and started off by listing my debts, calling my creditors and setting up a budget and payment plan. Had I not had help though, I might have been in a very different situation today. I'm not going to lie, it was really hard. I lived off just $50 a week and that was for food, clothes and any social activities or coffee. But I did pay it off. After five years, I was debt free. I realise that's not something that's attainable for us all though. I'm acutely aware of my privilege in attaining financial sobriety. I received free healthcare at the time as I was getting sober living in the UK. I was easily able to get a job and I didn't have legal fees or criminal charges. That's certainly not the case for us all. And I can see how healthcare in the US is a major barrier to financial liquidity. That is something I can now relate to having to move to the US myself. As a self-employed person, I pay health insurance premiums and then incur financial challenges having to pay out-of-pocket expenses for dental work. Being self-employed with a variable income and out-of-pocket healthcare costs, I've had to go into debt to get the care I need. I often wonder if being debt-free is a goal I'll attain while being self-employed. So far it's manageable, but I don't know if that's going to be the case in the future. That's where my financial sobriety comes in, keeping track of where I am financially, budgeting, making adjustments without shame and seeking out extra work. One thing's for certain, ignoring debt will only cause challenges in the long run and that isn't an option for me today. If you are facing financial challenges or just want to get to grips with your financial recovery, Palmer tells us her top five tips for people to start getting organised and focus with money. One, track your income and expenses. Two, have a spending plan or a budget. Three, cultivate gratitude surrounding your finances. Four, be mindful of spending. Consider needs versus wants. And five, have goals, write them down and manifest them.